happens happens attitude when nothing is happening and whenever I start trying to adopt a whatever happens happens attitude I get really worried about what's going to be happening it automatically makes me worried the minute I try to think that or anything like 
Oh, whatever comes, I'm guided there. Or anything about anything that's coming at you, really? I don't like. Makes me rather uncomfortable. Because it's just... It's the unexpected, the unknown, and it could be painful. And earth bodies, earth life, humanness, animalness, beingness is painful as we know it currently. And everything about a life without pain is either perspective or medicated, I guess. Or meditated. Haha. <laughs> Could be that, I guess. <laughs> Bobby liked that laugh. Hi, <laughs> boo I just don't know if it's ever really safe to get comfortable. As much as I'd like to think it makes sense, even, to metaphysically get to a place where I feel comfortable. I guess from where I am right now, that seems goddamn fucking ludicrous. Because there's so much going on. I feel insecure. Everything feels upheaval-ish. It feels like the tower fell and rebuilding doesn't look quite how we expected it would. The terminology kind of fools us, doesn't it? Rebuild. It's not really ever a rebuild, is it? Maybe it must be sometimes. But from my observation, it's, it's more a... Not a re-anything. It's a now what some people build, some people don't. Some things are new. Some things are new versions of old things. Some things will never come back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if this is depressing. Because... I feel low about it, but I don't feel desperate in this moment. The desperate moments, those are the ones that get you. Fuck. Where you just feel desperate, something has to change. That's the ones that hits you right in the heart chakra, where the gold flows. Where the mystery goes. You know what game is still around? That one where you make the circle with your pointer finger and thumb and put it on your leg or somewhere. And then if somebody looks at it, you get to hit them. We did that in high school. My son tried to do that to me the other day. He's in sixth grade. Quick learner. <laughs> it's been around. It gets down to the younger kids now. Boinga, 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 boinga. Playing with my toddler. If you're new to my pod, new. If you're nude in my podcast, <laughs> fucking finally. Thanks for showing up, my naked homies. Um, or maybe you've been naked all along. I'm just finding out. No, if you're new 
end it there to my podcast. Um, my name is Angela Jameen. Most people call me Angie. Makes more sense. It's shorter. Sounds more colloquial. I've been dubbed Mama Ange a number of times, and I'm just going to roll with that now. I was really uncomfortable with it because the imagery I had of marm and mother and that. My mom was not like a cool mom. You know, like, I hate saying a cool mom because everybody thinks of Mean Girls now. She was a cool mom because she was a cool mom. I still, like, hated her sometimes. I still drew her as the devil once. I made a flip book. (laughs) Of her is the devil ripping my heart in half and she still has it. But she's a cool mom because we can still joke about that. And I've never really felt like she made any rules or anything that made me have to hide who I was. And I didn't realize what that felt like until I just did it. So I guess right here in this moment we'll kind of allow some gratitude for what we went through. Uh, when it's new, it's so hard to get in that place. I don't want to be thankful for shit. Zeus has to move. Where do you want to be? Where should Zeus move to? Do you want mommy or do you want the mattress? Oh, are you going to clunk your head on there? You want to go for a walk? We could do that too. It's kind of rainy and stuff though. And getting dark. So maybe we can't do that. <laughs> maybe I should scratch that again. But people do it. We could bundle up. It could happen. If you really want to. I think he was just telling me about how he bumped his head the other day. After he, like, if he gets hurt minorly, I don't, like, get up right away. I'll kind of move towards him, especially if I'm farther away. Yeah. But, uh... If he just kind of bonks himself or whatever, I try to remain as neutral, but letting him know that I'm there is possible. And just be like, what's up? But sometimes I go, oh my God, are you okay? Or whatever reaction, and that's okay. I really hate seeing people get really wrapped up in rules. I'm finding more and more. Not that I hate rules, I like rules. Um, but I think they should be regarded as what they are, as a man-made construct that's ever-evolving. And not anything hard and fast, really. There's birth and death, and that's it, my babies. The rest is pretty willy-nilly. There's lives going on we can't even imagine. We could get into the horrific ones, or the the crazy, you know, just experience ones, or the... The luxury, the ultimate luxury. And everything's a journey. So if we start avoiding the sad things, we get stuck. We have to move through them and then get to the happy shit. And that's where it's really painstakingly hard fighting through anxiety for a lot of people. Including me, of course. That's how I know what it is. That's how I know what it's like. We call it anxiety now and it sounds so medical. Fear of having anything bad happen to me. Oh, is that one of you dirty diapers? Where did that come from? Was that by the diaper genie? I have a terrible habit of wrapping them up so they're all closed and then just throwing them toward the diaper genie until there's three of them and then I put them all in. Why is it a terrible habit? It's not. It's fine. And then people go, 
Oh my gosh, but they have pee in them. He was wearing it with pee in it a few minutes ago. And yes, I know bacteria grows. And no, he doesn't carry them around usually. He just brought it in. He's probably telling me to throw it away, just like my brain is. Why didn't you just throw that away earlier? I don't know. I was in the hallway. It just made sense at the time. And I do it regularly. And if I stopped that habit, then I would never have to feel bad about it again. I could do that for myself. I could do that for myself. Or I could just not give a shit because it's fine. Nobody's hurt. The only reason I give a shit is because there's somebody listening that might give a shit. And now I kind of give a shit because I don't want to get in conflict with them about whether we give a shit. And whether whether we should give a shit or should not give a shit or whether we should form a group to give shits and make sure nobody has to give a shit about this again. But Mocha just wants her belly rub. She doesn't want to do any of that. She wants to watch baby play with me. She likes watching the baby play. We sit together like old mommies and we drink our coffee and we watch the baby. I don't give my doggy coffee. I don't think, do I give you coffee? I don't think I ever have. I'd let her drink a little bit if she wanted to. I've had lots of dogs that do drink coffee. Bouncy, 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 bouncy! Bouncy, 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 bouncy! Don't, like, let them ever drink a lot. I'm talking about, like, dipping your finger in and letting them lick off your finger. I just realized that if you don't have dogs or know me, that may sound like crazy. I'm not filling a bowl with coffee. Why would you want a dog off with a drink of coffee anyway? You know what? You, what coffee does is it stops you from relaxing. It doesn't actually add energy. It just blocks your relaxer hormones. And I was telling my husband this morning that I can tell when I'm on the right path nutritionally because I don't crave coffee, but when I do have it, I can still enjoy it. Like it's still just like a delicious treat instead of it being like a, I need to have this thing. If it feels like I need to have this, there's something out of balance. Either I'm not getting enough sleep and you can say, oh, well, of course you're not getting enough sleep. No, well, you should be getting enough sleep though. Anyways, you should be getting even more sleep. What you shouldn't be doing is all the other stuff that is taking up time when you should be sleeping, according to mommy, because mommy decided this morning that we want to do everything in line with cellular health. That seems like the most basic thing to follow. So like, what is best for cellular health? Enough sleep, not oversleep, where you feel like you're forcing yourself to sleep. And I would guess it's a different amount for everybody. I feel like I'm lecturing. Am I reaching the age where that's just where I'm at? I told my husband last night he sounded like the old generation already. This isn't real rap. (laughs) These rappers today. (laughs) And then he tried to say back in the day, blah, blah. And he had, he made some good points. But then he said something about Jay-Z and I just, I cannot stand Jay-Z. I don't think he's a good rapper. I think he rhymes the same word with the same word, and that bothers me immensely. And there's a way to do that properly, appropriately, but I'm kind of a rap snob, and that one doesn't work for me. I'm not a Jay-Z fan. Sorry. For those of you just tuning in, you won't know what I'm talking about right now. But for those of you who've been here for more than a few seconds, I'm throwing away the damn diaper now. It's in the garbage. It's like t- 
10 minutes old. I'm making a really big dramatic deal out of nothing. Why? Because the time will pass anyway. Hi, boo-boo baby. Hi, Mogie Moogie. Hi, what's that bear doing? Oh, is he playing? Do you want some pesto noodles? I think we should make some pesto noodles. That's his favorite. Favorite noodles. We're making favorite noodles. Um, pesto is really good for you. If you get into foraging or anything, a oh, roadside shaman had super funny forage stuff on her story earlier. If you get into foraging or anything, um, you'll notice like there's foods in your regular Western diet or whatever you want to call it. Um, standard, standardized. It's not standard American because a lot of it doesn't even come from America anymore. It's not like, you know, it's not isolated anymore. It's so intermingled. I was looking at that the other day. I was like, you know, like Nutella used to be something I had to go to like a special store to get. And now it's so fucking common and it's in everything. And it, that's an international food, right? But anyways, and it's crap. It's terrible for you. <laughs> it's so good. I eat it anyways all the time. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I should give a shit. I do give a shit, actually. I don't eat it very often. I actually don't buy it ever. I give a massive shit because... Uh, see, I was lying. Alignment is getting it all in together. Do you realize... Do you ever edit yourself while you're talking and realize how many things you say a day that are just kind of habit or off the top of your head? It happens all the time. It happens more when you have a podcast. Let me tell you. Hey, you're stealing my shoes. Excuse me, I'm about to put those on my feet. Those go on my feet. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for leaving my shoes. We're gonna make some pesto noodles. We're gonna make some pesto noodles. He just wants potato chips. He discovered the potato chip. I showed him the potato chip. I thought it'd be cute. It was. He's obsessed with them. He loves them. Which is funny, because a lot of other stuff like that, meh. But potato chips and french fries. He's a monster for. And he's only 18 months, and I have conflicted feelings about him having those things. But I think that our bodies regenerate enough, and if we give the rest of the nutrition is all there, we generally just process out a lot of it. And just... I think my bottom line right now for if I'm going to change a habit is if I see a symptom of it. I'm just kind of done changing things for the sake of changing. Um, not like, you know, if it's interesting, I'll change. That's not, I mean, for the sake of changing, like everybody's changing this, so you should too. Kind of the peer pressure changey. You know, we're going to move on to a more mature, I do what I want, which is, I guess I've always been mature. Except for like two years there when it got kind of shitty in the middle. But besides that, day one, this bitch has done what she's want. Except for all the times that she didn't. Which was a lot of it. <laughs> and that's okay too. I love how stories are progressing. One of the things I said in my first podcast, I think it was my first podcast, one of my first ones, is I said... Uh, who are you looking for? 
This is his I'm looking for something noise. What are you looking for? What is that? Oh, that's a plate. It's a paper plate. Don't worry, folks. For the safety police that I apparently think are listening to my podcast now, that is a paper plate that he just, a a bag of paper plates (laughs) that he just picked up. (laughs) You want one of those? Ooh, sourdough. He does like sourdough. Ooh, it's sourdough. Why am I not afraid of grain? I think it's just um, my genetics. A grain doesn't seem to negatively affect me at all. Um, Meat does. Dairy does. Caffeine does. Can't do a lot of caffeine anymore. I can do coffee in the morning, and I love coffee, but my relationship with it is very different than it was when I was younger. I, um, I grew up seeing things about the loss of the um, kind of rite of passage stuff, which I feel like is so much of what people are going through right now, but we don't... We aren't as intimate with each other as we would be living without everything being outsourced in our lives, kind of. Okay, so, like, our killing is outsourced, right? If you eat meat or dairy or anything like that, chances are you're not doing it yourself. I've known hella people that even say they do it themselves and they don't even do it themselves. Or say they go to, always go to a farm and they don't. You're just not realizing how often it comes into your life. Usually. Usually they're not trying to lie. You know, so we outsource that whole process and outsource making food. And that was to survive and provide more of it. And, and you have, you know, different people specialized in different things. And it makes complete and total sense. But I think it got too big, and then we got to where we just had no connection with it at all. To which created either that it's terrifying and horrific, and shocking when you do find out. Um, or what else could it be? Or you already know, and you're the pre- people that work in it, and that's the two. Because it's all behind closed doors, and it is horrific. Death is horrific. If you don't like death, nobody... Oh, that's a big conversation. Nobody likes death. I mean, people... Clearly. But, like, nobody likes uh, seeing murder against their will kind of stuff. It, it inherently makes you uncomfortable. And if you're, if you're drawn to it, you like it, it's because there's something you're working out. You know, it's not a natural thing that you should be gung-ho about, I think. We all feel like in humanity we don't we don't want people running around that are gung-ho for murder you know that's kind of the whole point <laughs> we try to limit that as much as possible hi bobo gung-ho for murder that's my album name i don't know which band it's for i make a new one every day but my album name is gung-ho for murder <laughs> Um, all right, I'm going to go make some noodles. It's going to be a loud process and I adore you greatly. Thank you for listening. Um, go listen to everybody else. I had a lot of fun talking to Roadside Shaman this morning and, uh, yeah, you guys are dope. This is, this is something. All right. Peace out, Queens. Peace out, Queens.
Come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself, it's life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. Cops give a damn about a Negro. Pull a trigger, kill a nigga, he's a hero. Get it back to the kids who the hell cares? One less hungry mouth on the welfare. First ship him, don't let him deal with brothers. Give him guns, step back, watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back, that's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark, now Huey's dead. I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere unless we share with each other. We gotta start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how I was supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? Uh, I let it go back to when we played as kids, but then change. That's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. That's just the way it is. Ladies, ladies, ladies. 
things will never be the same That's just the way it is Oh yeah
Don't worry, mother. It'll be alright. Don't worry, sister. Say your prayers and sleep tight. It'll be fine. Lover of mine, it'll be just fine. Lend your voices only the sounds of freedom.
What's up, Beatrice? I just called you Beatrice. And I don't, and I don't, and I don't care if that is your name. Back in the day, Daddy would say that if I kept on making ugly faces, then I wasn't careful, it'll stay that way. Oh, great. Wow, no, no shit. shit. Ooh, hooray. That's so That's sick. With a little bit of luck, maybe one of those sticks I'll be feeling a hell of a lot of swollen from the second that I step in I'll be smelling like a big cheese Everybody better be ready to get a good Cause I'm getting naked if you really want a strip tease And the babies in the high chair taking out their bibs And their mommies I'll be ripping out their wig weaves And the pretty people in the oil paintings on the wall are popping molly And they're stripping out their fig leaves Better burn your clothes It'll curl your toes Kissing women and they turn to toads I'm pimping Kermit's hoes And I'm sure that every girl's a pearl in the world is a perfect globe But when I'm joking with my little cousin and he pulls my finger Then the motherfucking earth explodes Boom Sorry not sorry 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 Back in the day Daddy would say That if I kept on making ugly faces then I wasn't careful it'll stay that way Oh great, wow, no shit Ooh, hooray, that's so sick With a little bit of luck, maybe one of those sticks Everybody been in it to win it, kicking it for a minute and chillin' but you're tardy, it's why I gotta kill it and it hit the pretty people in the building with my party trick I Think I'm gonna walk out of the door, have a DeLorean and I'm gonna soar Except that it's a Subaru and I'm yelling hootie hoo Hanging out the window like I'm Marty McFly Lot of the chickens in the flock wanna squawk and they get obnoxious And all I hear is bok bok and I'm not gonna wanna talk shop Better put a sock in it if you got a cock block and be toxic and knock us And all we wanna do is rock rock and be raucous I'm not gonna ever stop if you think I'm chopped liver in the crock pot Cause I am a boss hog and I want the top spot and I got this Sorry not sorry 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 Back in the day Daddy would say That if I kept on making ugly faces then I wasn't careful it'll stay that way Oh great, wow, no shit Ooh, hooray, that's so sick With a little bit of luck, maybe one of those sticks